0: Think on your feet for our fast and curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race, hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, your daily dose of news and conversation on politics, the economy, arts, and culture. We're listening to jazz drummer and composer Makaya McCraven's song, Dream Another, from his upcoming album, In These Times. This is a project that's been churning in the background for seven years, while he's put out a string of critically acclaimed albums like In the Moment and Deciphering the Message. It comes out next month. The Chicago-based artist has distinguished himself in the city's jazz scene through his creativity and innovation, blending new and old sounds of the genre into something fresh and completely his own. Micaiah McRaven will be playing a show tomorrow at the Salt Shed, a new music venue at Chicago's historic Morton Salt Factory. He joins us now to talk about his career and what we can expect from his latest work. So to start off, I do want to talk about the song that we just played. It's called Dream Another. And I know that you wrote this song at your home studio here in Chicago. And, uh, and that track features just an array of musicians playing this gorgeous melody over the drum shuffle that you lay down. So talk about how that song just came together.
1: Um, That song came together um, kind of over the pandemic uh, lockdown where I was, you know, working on playing some guitar and doing some writing on some guitar, taking some guitar lessons uh, uh, with my daughter, kind of it's just like a something on the side, but also just kind of gave me another mode for some composition. And, it was, you know, demoed out, but it was really kind of special when we came, finally came together and actually started to play together in the same space, where that just kind of came to life. Yeah. Uh, came, yeah. So that's really the, how how that came together.
0: So you know what I thought was pretty cool. You released a, a visual component to this song, and it features hand drawn, digital, and photographic animations you know, composed and laser etched into stone in the style of like a praxiscope, which for those who don't know what that is, it allows images to move and actually predates motion picture. What inspired the direction of this video?
1: You know, when kind of working on uh, the music and thinking about visuals, me and the team at XL were just kind of going through some different artists, and I was introduced to an artist, Nick Arthur, who really came up with the concept of, of kind of putting um, these type of imagery that we were talking about onto, into motion through physical, a physical mean of this zoopraxiscope, which I I had no idea what that was at the time. And, and to me, kind of the kind of melding of the organic world, the digital world and, and modern and, and ancient is, is, is really fascinating and kind of a three line in a lot of my concepts of work. So that we, I thought it was really a hip, hip thing and and um, very inspired by kind of what he was able to, to bring together with this live motion picture etched into a, a spinning disc that then kind of it animates. And, and that was a, uh, yeah, so very, very cool.
0: Yeah, I I was almost like falling asleep and getting hypnotized watching it because of the the spinning. So I was like, this is awesome, <laughs> and the song was like soothing in the background. It was it was very cool. Um, who would you say your your big musical influences are, Micaiah?
1: Oh, I have so so many influences, and I I try to really keep an open an open mind. You know, my first influences is kind of growing up in a musical household with my parents and the music around. Uh, That they were listening to as well from, uh, you know, drummers. I would put guys like Art Blakey and Tony Williams and. uh... You know, but I was also listening to, you know, the. Eastern European folk music with my mother and, and, and things like Mahavishnu Orchestra and uh, and then like Biggie Smalls and oh, you yeah. know all these like you know <laughs> diggella
0: What a creator.
1: mix Jimi Hendrix. I mean, what you know? I I try to keep uh, just whatever things that have been around me. Or you know, as a kid, I was always listening to contemporary music on the radio, pop pop music, and and just you know, Mm -hmm. I, I try to just absorb as much of it as I can.
0: A musical childhood, right? Your your father's a percussionist, your mother's a vocalist. You've said that you grew up surrounded by amazing musicians. What impact did that have on, on your music and the trajectory of your career?
1: Well, you know, I really like to think of the kind of the Tradition of kind of music I, I, I take part in is like a part of an oral tradition or oral traditions, and so having access to musicians uh, that show you things or give you lessons or play with you, you know, is ultimately uh, one of the, the the best ways to learn or get a, like a, a touch for for the feeling of music. Maybe not just the technical sides, which take you know um, your own practice and sometimes a little bit more like. A, technical discipline. But uh, I think really in the spirit and learning kind of um, how people think about things and do things and, and have access, I think that really gave me a lot of opportunity Learning learn. And also, I always think of just some some vision of what it means or looks like to have a life in the arts in the long term. And sometimes just knowing that it's possible to be a professional artist or yeah. or something is enough to give you some inspiration that you can can do this, or what lessons to be learned that those before you wish they knew when they were your age, mm-hmm. and so those were the things. I, I, those, those those things really, I think, um, give me a lot of encouragement and, mm-hmm. and uh, some space to find myself.
0: Let's talk about your upcoming album in these times. You said it's the album that you've been trying to make since you started making records. How so?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I always wanted to make, you know, this record, bringing my compositions together and my desire to to do creative production and use music technology as part of uh, the way that I make uh, records. And and those things have always been something I've been been interested in and striving to to accomplish. And um, through the years and just kind of where I've been at and the growth of my career, I've always kind of i had different opportunities to make other records as I've been composing music f- towards this or developing the rhythmic concepts that I really wanted to uh put into into like this project I've had in mind and like I've just had different opportunities to do my first record was a trio record uh piano trio and then my breakout record when people really kind of when it really kind of hit the market harder was um uh In the moment, which I was doing, I just met International Anthem, the label, or um, before they really uh, formed. And uh, it was just a kind of a creative process that we kind of stumbled upon Mm -hmm. in in our meeting. And as that took hold, that provided me different opportunities and a whole new lane of records and creative projects. That as that happened, I was still writing towards in these times to this record, and uh, everything that's kind of transpired from the different records I've done from In the Moment through Universal Beings have really allowed me to f- see this vision through to where it is, um, you know, with the large ensemble and the platform and all the different things I can do with it. So that it's just, it's just been kind of a, a part of my kind of growth through my career. And yeah. this was the, the moment.
0: Well, let's hear a song off of the album. This is The Force. You know, I really love the the slow build of this song and just the creative way that you just layer each instrument. It creates this dynamic sound that just builds and builds until it breaks down again. engineer is actually a fan of the timpani and bass combination at the beginning. How did this one come together?
1: This one was a bit of a meeting when we did January, 2020 played Chicago Symphony uh, Center orchestra hall. And um, that was kind of a, it's a recording from that, that really connected with um, that we used a lot for the record. And um, during the rehearsals, this theme Kind of popped up in the in the group, and I just kind of developed. I developed it from there, and kind of did some creative production mm-hmm. and chopped it up and looped it up. And there's some overdubs and Love it. A, v- a variety of a variety of things going on.
0: You know, yeah. you you've been known to push the boundaries of sound and rhythm to create categories of your own, uh, but you are at heart a jazz musician. So, what are your thoughts on the future of this genre?
1: Yeah, I mean I I, I kind of find, you know, uh, you know, it's a can of worms, you know, <laughs> with 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 the with the term jazz and kind of what that means and uh, how expansive we consider it or or how narrow it, it it may it might it might uh be. But I think as long as there are young musicians that are are really uh, hungry and creative and, and are plugged into the past and, 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 and eager for the future, um, the music is, is very healthy and alive and it's, and, and, um, you know, the spirit of kind of creative music and, um, people that want to, to just be here and now um, and strive f- for the great, the greatest thing that they can. Yeah. Um, it's it's a uh, you know I'm very hopeful for for what lies ahead in in music.
0: Well, my introduction to your music was uh, your 2015 record "In the Moment," which you've mentioned. So, I do want to play one of my favorite songs. It's Butterscotch. Mm-hmm. improvised music that you pulled together, something that might have been difficult to pull together with the pandemic, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. Um, this was, uh, in a way, it was a unique moment um, at the time where we were playing a lot of uh, different gigs around the city and, you know, a young, budding international anthem was, was kind of putting on interesting improvised music sets and creative music sets at a variety of uh, lounges, bars, and restaurants around Chicago. And uh, we started this residency improvising and um, we'd play every week and record every week. And uh, as you can hear kind of the people in the background sitting there and I just started uh, throwing this stuff into kind of a producer's uh approach where I was chopping things up and putting mm-hmm. things on samplers. And, and it just kind of, I stumbled upon this, this process for that kind of got me here. And I've made a few records like that now. And yeah.
0: Um, yeah. You've mentioned chopping it up a few times. Is that why you call yourself a beat scientist?
1: Well, no, I mean, I think the beat scientist thing is, was, is more was just kind of like, p- particularly in the earlier days of self-promotion and uh colorful language and of, of a way to really just describe somebody who studies and is interested in rhythm, you know, as a drummer and somebody who deals with lots of meters and polyrhythms and polymeters and multi Meters and odd meters and all the different kind of rhythms of of around the world and beats and whether they're, you know, uh, kind of colloquially like hip hop beats and techno music or whatever, or we're talking about literally BPMs and, and, and the science around rhythm. Um, it's just kind of a clever way to, 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 to say what I, what I do, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I don't think I'm, I'm, it's less that I'm the beat scientist, but I am a beat scientist. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I want to talk about your 2021 album, Deciphering the Message. For this one, you dug into the Blue Note archive and you, uh, you took pieces of the old to create something entirely new. So tell us more about that experience, because I'm sure that must've taken a lot of patience.
1: That, um, so. yeah, that took a lot of patience and, you know, I did I did do, um, I mean, I started working on it pre-pandemic, but I worked on the bulk of it through the pandemic, and um, I tried to really ha- take it as an opportunity, again, to have a DJ's approach and be a crate digger, and, um, you know, I definitely gave myself some parameters, so, of how to kind of go through the, uh, the catalog and have some themes uh, to give myself some angles and and ways to look at it but still so much so much so much material and uh, yeah like I said I took an opportunity a Crate Digger and just listen to as much music and as great as a drummer I was checking out all the greats and just having opportunities to kind of listen and and, and spending some time going through a lot of records and um, you know it was a little bit you know daunting task to kind of be handed that and uh to do your thing with it yeah but yeah i just you know I, it was an you know, honor to do it and um yeah just really want to take the opportunity to listen and learn and um you know just find find the things that were kind of resonated with me and then and then just kind of work it from there
0: all right time for some more music here is so Yabuji. listening to this one this morning I love the marimba sound in this Mm. I'm curious what other sounds did you experiment with for the album
1: Uh, and I'm always interested in working with a variety of um, different type of instrumentalists you know whether it's uh, violin or vibraphone marimba Uh, not on this record but I've worked with tuba players and and, Mm -hmm. of course strings and the cello and um, and I you know I like a, a, a wide variety and palette of sounds, but, but also I'm more like, I'm generally just trying to connect with interesting musicians that uh, inspire me. And so that on the marimba, marimba is Joel Ross, uh, a young musician from Chicago that I actually met when he was still in high school out here. And I was teaching a master class. and just to, he's become such a, um, a, a incredible voice in, in, in the world of, of, of music and jazz. And, um, and so that's just kind of how nice. he he came part of that. And that, that track was recorded at the Indies Times uh office in Chicago of oh, cool. the um of the publication. We did a we did a kind of a special kind of event there and, and it was recorded in front of a small um audience.
0: Oh nice. Any other collaborations that we can expect on this upcoming album?
1: Brandy Younger, the harpist, um, is featured throughout the record. Um and I've been working with her for some years now, as well as a lot of um, a lot of my longtime collaborators are all uh, from you know Chicago and beyond. I got Jeff Parker on guitar and Greg Ward on uh, alto saxophone, Marquise Hill on trumpet, Junius Paul on bass. Matt Gold is also playing guitar all um, all over the record.
0: Wow, this
1: is great. Um, Macy Stewart. I mean, a lot of just a lot of great musicians from our from our community uh, that I, you know, got to get got to work with throughout the years and was able to kind of bring involved for this project.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you just came back from a tour in Europe. You've got some shows scheduled in the upcoming weeks. What can you tell us about the experience so far?
1: It's wonderful being back on the road, honestly, um, with all the challenges. You know, these days, travel is kind of the intensity has ra- ratcheted up, ramped up a little bit. Um, and we've definitely experienced that in a m- number of ways, but it's, you know, I feel so grateful to be able to travel and share experiences uh, in music with people near and far. And um, after things have been kind of shut down for so long and, and it can still be a little hairy, it's just, it's, just, yeah. um, it's very, it feels very, um, very optimistic. Yeah. Um, just be, you know, that things that we can do this. Well, and we're so excited. That's, that's been great.
0: We're excited that you're back. This is great. That was Chicago-based jazz drummer, composer, and bandleader Micaiah McCraven. His new album, In These Times, drops next month. Now, if you're in the Chicago area, he'll be playing at the Salt Shed tomorrow. You don't want to miss that. Micaiah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. All right, let's go out on another track from your upcoming album. This is Seventh String. all for today's reset be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss our conversations with other musicians authors and artists we drop a new episode every weekday afternoon and often on saturdays too i'm sasha ann simons thanks for listening we'll catch you back here tomorrow